Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? So our very own Brian Thornton was able to I'm attend- not yours. I'm my own man. <laughs> was able to attend the the Nerdvana nerd gathering, the best thing in the whole freaking world, San Diego Comic Con 2016. So, so I just, so I got, was there a lot of that? Was there a lot of that screaming like that (laughs) from me or from other people? I mean, it was mostly from me. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it seems to me like basically you have the, uh, you have the, uh, the democratic convention of, of, of nerd, nerd world over there. It seems like it'd be pretty much the same thing with people giving impassioned speeches and, (laughs) A bunch of dissent and disagreement about how things should go. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they're handling the Marvel Studio Universe correctly. And, right. <laughs> no one make has DC ever said great that. again. Uh, so no, and I can imagine it was great. So I have to hear a few things first, Brian. You can that, that I hope it you're was great. You're willing to to get to the because that's all you have, CJ. Is your imagination. Guess what? I was when there. did you? Cause I okay. Because I want to go to this thing at one point in my life. It's on my nerd bucket list. Good luck. When did you, you buy? You 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 went did, and had a kid. You're never going. I'm never going. <laughs> when did you buy tickets to go to Comic Con? Um. Okay. Uh, so the process to get into uh, Nerdvana is you need to register an ID through the website because the company who handles Comic Con. Handles a lot of different cons. So you you register your ID, which I did forever ago. They send you an email and they say, hey, we're selling them this time, this day. You need to log in and, and click in to be in the lobby. So they went on sale, I want to say the beginning of March. So how it works is you go to the website, you log in your ID and you click enter lobby and then you just wait. Now, a lot of people on – and some feedback that we got on our website was New York Comic Con's ticket buying process was utter crap. Was this a little more advanced? Was this, this is, better? This is – I mean this is the 47th year they've done this. They have this down to a science. Um, once – because here you are put into a lottery system. So everybody logs in at the same time. You hit enter lobby. You read this text that says, please do not refresh your page. It will kick you out of the lobby. And you're like, God, please don't touch this. And you're like shooing cats away from the computer. You're like, do not touch this keyboard type of thing. <laughs> but no, wait, 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 wait. But not many cats. No, no, no. Not many cats. But you shoot there's them a, away. There's a very low cat to male ratio. Because I swear to God, if one of the cats exits me out of the lobby and screws up my chance, I, I will go the on a murder. cat to male ratio is non-existent at It will point, be non-existent. Gone. So, and so you're just waiting. You're waiting for this little hourglass just kind of circling and circling. And I think – I. I actually hit the lobby and I went and like played a video game or something like and I just kept on I had <laughs> so, the screen up and I just kept on looking like is it is it in is it in so, so it takes forever so you could be the first person logged into the lobby but it's a lottery system so just because you're first doesn't mean you get exactly. tickets doesn't mean you get tickets everything gets happens at randomly and then this glorious page pops up and you're like you're now in the lobby please proceed to buy your tickets and you have 30 minutes to buy your tickets if you do not buy your tickets then you get kicked out of the lobby and whatever you get in because they sell them by the day there's no like three-day passes this kind of thing oh you can't buy a pass you buy you buy a pass but how it works here i have my pass yes by the way when brian uh got the passes in the mail he then insisted on sending us a picture of the passes to rub in the fact that he's going to san diego comic-con so you see on the right hand side here it actually has all five days wednesday preview night and then it tallies off 
other days that you you can attend. And since this is an audio podcast and not a visual one, on the right hand side of Brian's pass is one, two, three, four. Right. Oh yeah, because I got in I, I, early enough to get all four days. So and and that's the thing. Whatever <laughs> days are available, if Thursday night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night are sold out, and only Saturday and Sunday are there. That's the days you're buying your tickets. Oh, man, that's so brutal. So I was lucky enough to get in soon enough that I was able to buy a ticket for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Brian got to go the entire time, which is great. Now, again, just getting the ticket, though, just getting the pass. It is an anxiety-ridden process. Uh, and with you, that's already a, a high-level anxiety. <sighs> that's that's just adding to it. But then that doesn't mean that you get to do everything uh, because then you have to wait for panels and meetings and yeah, people can I mean, camp out and the whole nine yards. We're, we're going to get into this. There, There's so much to do there, and I did so much. And the entire – it's not just the convention center. It's, it's the entire city. The entire yeah. city has something going on. Um, and – there, it's impossible to do everything. I want Comic-Con to be every day forever so I can do everything that was there. <laughs> it's insane. So is this the first time you've been to, to Comic-Con, Brian? No, this is my second time, actually. Isn't that just a slap in the face? It is my second time. I went, I went about four, four, years, four years ago, was it? What year did Iron Man 3 come out? Because the summer before Iron Man 3 came out, that's when I, I went. Two thousand. Oh, my God. I should know because my daughter was born. Oh, three years ago because your daughter is three. Go. So I went. I went about three three years ago. Right. Uh, so lucky you getting to go twice uh, for it. Uh, everything. It's. I mean, from what I could tell, it's everything you wanted to be and more, and in ways that you didn't even know it could be done. Brian took uh, took actually a lot of pictures, uh, which are now available on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash that kind of nerd, uh, so that we can see them in their entirety as well. So Brian, can I just ask not panel related, but just stuff that you see on the floor? What is the, what was the coolest thing that you saw on the, okay. So you, when you walk, okay, I don't know the right term because I haven't been there. Uh, No, no, no. I'm not, you you use the right term. You use the right term. When you walk on that convention floor, it's, it's just there's so much cool stuff. It is information overload, and you're just like, oh my god, that is amazing. What is that? What is this? What are those? Um, and I think I saw that person that one time. And um, so there was a, a lot of stuff. I mean, some of the stuff that I got really excited by, uh, DC's booth had the entire uh, costumes set up for Wonder Woman. Uh, and Suicide Squad, they had all the legit costumes from the films for those. Uh, yeah, it's all the Harley Quinn stuff. I'm yeah. really surprised you can call that close. Um, uh, Marvel had the Doctor Strange costumes on display, which was really cool. They also had something under a tarp. Uh, I'm just going to, just for my first day on the con, you saw this thing under a tarp. You're like, what is that? And then you tried to reach and people were like, get the hell away from that. And you're like, but I want to see. But... Um, what was it? They revealed it about two days later. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a had their signing there. And while I was there for the signing, they actually revealed that Ghost Rider will not, in fact, be played by Aaron Paul on Netflix. They are actually introducing Ghost Rider in season four, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they showed this teaser trailer introducing Ghost Rider. And underneath that tarp is the Dodge that the latest Ghost Rider is driving. So that's that was what was under the tarp, which was really cool. Um, there was just so much stuff. There's so many statues, life size models. Uh, all the costumes from Rogue One were on display uh, at the Star Wars booth, which was really cool. They had this entire like kind of wax sculpture setup of The Walking Dead with Negan and all of the cast on their knees. 
that you so can take what, pictures of. What was everyone buzzing about? What was the thing like? You need to go start whatever you're doing. Get out of this line and go see this thing instead. Well, when you're talking about the convention floor, there's no lines to just see the stuff on the convention floor. Right. You're, you're waiting in line for panels. You're waiting in line for signings. You're you know interviews that kind of thing. Um, so I mean, and and it's also the place where all like the toy companies, video game companies, like kind of show off their new stuff. Like uh, CJ, you would be so happy. There were so many VR experiences here. There were too many to count. There was uh, Batman. The Batman uh, VR game was there. Resident Evil for PlayStation VR was there. Um, they you had, did a VR experience, right? Huh? You did a VR experience, I did. right? It wasn't actually on the convention floor, though. Okay, but what, what VR did you do? I did the uh, – so in the Hard Rock Hotel in San Diego, they pretty much took over the entire bar, set it up as a, this entire Suicide Squad experience. And you could do the Suicide Squad, the, the VR Suicide Squad experience, which was really cool. But still serving the drinks. No, there's no drinks. So No drinks? No, they took that entire – here was a really cool thing. They took that entire bar. They it, it, Unfortunately, they cleared it out of all the liquor, and they were making, like, little collectible things. They made a – you could get, a you know, engraved keychains and dog tags and shot glasses. They were making up T-shirts that you – and the thing is you could customize them. You could have them say whatever you wanted. Um, there was an entire makeup station where you could pretty much go and be like, I want to look like the Joker. And they like did your makeup to look like Joker or Harley Quinn or El Diablo. Um, so it was really cool. And then in the, in the back corner, they had this VR experience where they showed you a scene from the movie. And then they were like, here's that same scene. But now you're in Harley Quinn's head. You're looking at it from Harley Quinn's eyes. And how was it? It was it was all right. I gotta tell you, I still don't give a shit about VR. Do, do you know if it was Oculus? If it was Samsung? Samsung. Do you know, it was, it was sponsored. It was, it was sponsored by Samsung. It was you put okay. on the gear. You oh, watched, okay. You watch the entire thing through the gear there. Um, it's not CJ. Yeah, it's not it. real VR. It is. Yeah, three, that, it's right there. When you said the video. gear, I was like, okay, yeah, it's not. It's not VR. It's three sixty right, video. I was just I was just curious as to what to what you did. Um, but that was really cool. That whole Suicide Squad experience was really cool. Maybe between that and the footage that they showed at Hall H made me really, really excited for the movie. Um, but we'll get into the, the trailers and stuff that got released later. So, yeah, um, there wasn't one thing that everyone was like, you got to go check this out. It, it was it's just so much. It's so much nerd overload. Josh, my pants were glowing red the entire time <laughs> all week. I was so happy. So let's talk a, a little bit about panels. So at Comic-Con, you can wait in lines and actually also just stake out a a hall if you want to stay in there pretty much all day. If you'd like to, yes. Even though, like, you can't go to the bathroom or eat. You or, Okay, like, so you can. What's, what's the rule on that? The rule on that is um, you if you wait in line for a panel, if you are already in the panel, you can leave and get a ticket to re-enter the panel, as long as you show back up before the end of that panel, they will allow you back sure. in. Okay, so you can go in, see a panel that you really want to see, have a meh panel, leave that after it starts, get something to eat, as come long back as you in show before, before that, the end of that next before panel, that panel's can. over, and you still get to keep your seat. You technically oh, all right, cool. yeah. So all right, it's not as bad as everyone has made. Or it I mean, you could do what I did. So really, I tried not to do too many panels this year because last time I, I went and saw a whole bunch of panels, and I, I felt like I missed out on a lot of stuff. Um, the only panels I really went to was I went to on Saturday. They pretty much had all the CW shows in a block just right away. So I pretty much planted myself from like 
3.30 to like 6.30. And they did the Supergirl panel, the Legends of Tomorrow panel, the Flash panel, the Arrow panel. And I sat through all of that. Um, they, I went to the, the Good Place panel, which is the new show starring Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. Right. Where they showed they they premiered the first episode, which was actually highly entertaining. I, I definitely recommend you know we we watch it when it comes out this fall. Um, and then interview with Ted Danson, Kristen Bell, and then right after that was the Silicon Valley panel, which I also attended. <sighs> that was really cool, and I think <clears throat> Brian's not talking about it a ton, but if you check out our Facebook page, that kind of nerd, there's some great great photos that Brian posted. Mm-hmm. That give you these panels, they give you the look around, everything he said about the life size costumes, all the costumes being on display. And and uh I think the first day you were there, you you texted the photo of Flash and Arrow and the costumes and the glass. Yeah. And I mean, they did an amazing job with with these mannequins because they they look I mean, they look real to the point where I, I said to Brian, don't Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell kind of they just have to hang out in the glass boxes all day? Because, I mean, I guess that's how they look, yeah, right? they, they have looked- facial hair, like, uh, etched into them. And I mean, they're white, but, I mean, like, it's just, it's great. They were yeah, very it- detailed. I will tell you that one of the coolest things that I felt was pretty cool, um, Lego had a, a, a booth, a, a center, like, in the, right in the center there. And when you walk in through the, the Lego booth, they have a lot of their, like, little, uh, like, scenes on display and stuff like that. But there was, like, just these three tubs. Filled with Legos. And, you know, I'm looking around. And I'm seeing people build just pretty much just squares. It's just squares of these blocks. And there was instructions on how to build a square for some reason. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, I, so I know how to build so a square. I put, so I take these six things and I do these things with them. Gotcha. <laughs> but, but, like, you're seeing people, like, just piling on squares and squares. And then there's these other people's collecting them. And this was at the beginning on Thursday. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I looped back around and... You start seeing on, like, Lego's main stage, like, they're taking these squares and they're starting to put them together on the main stage. They built, they built, like, taller than me. We're talking, like, above six feet uh, Lego Batman out of these squares. So you you got to build. That all of the con people were going to. Yeah. You got to build Lego Batman. And then the next day they built a Lego Batgirl. And they also did a Lego Joker over the weekend. So oh, by, that's so cool. By the end of the con, you had all three of these just Lego, like those giant Lego sculptures you see in like the giant toy stores. Just, right, or uh, like a downtown Disney. Right. It was really cool. And I was like, oh, cool. I built a couple of those squares. I'm a right, part of that's, this. That's actually really awesome. It was really awesome. It was probably one of my favorite parts of, of of the con, honestly, which is a little weird, but I thought it was really cool. No, that's so cool. Because you're, you're right. You look at that and be like, oh, I got to I, – I made that work of art possible. Yeah, it was – Had it not been for my square building, which I didn't understand you needed a uh, uh, instructions for, uh, but it would be – I think way. it's oh, because okay. the way they interlock the squares, they like kind of offset the second row so that like more structural integrity, which you know, now that I know what they were building makes sense. Right, um, right. Right. <laughs> Now that I have some idea, that really kind of works out for now. Us. That I see the end product, I'm like, okay, that, that's cool. Um, but yeah, that was one of my uh, one of my really the really cool things that I thought was awesome there. Um, it if I were to tell you everything that I saw on there, it would take more than the hour that we're going to record for. <laughs> 
Well, we'll get into some of that. Oh, the Power we'll, Rangers helmets. Yes, thank you. That's exactly that was like what I'm talking about. The first about. pictures I sent the you. The first pictures you sent me and that <laughs> we put on our Facebook page with the Power Ranger helmet. I wasn't going to let you go without talking about that. Uh, yeah. The, the Power Rangers I mean, they, that's really all I saw about What do they look it? like in person? What, what do they look like in person? Are they cool looking? They, looks, they looked cool. They looked really solid. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for this movie. Because and then what was underneath them? Was it the power crystals? What is the? It was it was the the little. Is that the morphers? Yeah, you know how they're like, hey, Tyrannosaur. That that stuff that was underneath oh, okay. the helmets. Because it looked like a like a like a Danish, um, <laughs> like a fossilized Danish. Uh, I just wanted to hope that they looked better in person, but uh, it, it looked super awesome. Was there any other information about the movie, or was it just just I, that was on display and that was it? If there was, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see any okay. panels happening for Power Rangers or anything. I, I just... I think they were just... I think they're very early on in, in filming to really no, be able to sense. show anything besides the helmets. The helmets were enough for me. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm That's in. all you need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all you need. So, since we were talking about Lego Batman and all these other heroes and, and all the stuff that we're going to see at Comic-Con, it's time for you to get that feeling of getting swag, all right? It's time for you to get the stuff we all get. You can actually go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot and get your very own loot crate. This month's theme is anti-hero. So they're going to have uh, products from Hellboy, uh, Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad, Kill Bill, and my favorite part that got into this was Archer. Also, there's going to be downloadable content for World of Warcraft, plus all its expansions for 30 days for free. So go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot and click our advertisement there, and you can actually get money off your very own loot crate. So go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot and get this month's box, again, which is Antihero. You have until the 19th of every month to get the box, and then it's gone forever. So support the show and get your own feeling of giving Comic-Con at your house. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. Can we talk about the two crates? Yeah, because it's been a while since we, we've, we've got a lowdown on some of <laughs> so this. So the July crate theme was futuristic. Uh, Brian, you and I both got the regular loot crate, and then I also got the DX. And I would like to say, before we get too far onto this, because we semi-discussed this, I told Brian that the DX crate would have something in there for him, and yeah. he ignored me. So, and I, I also... I was, uh, I was spending a little bit of money on the actual Comic-Con, so I decided I, not to I, get I know, the DX crate. I know, I also, but I, I did say to you, look, it's the 40 bucks or whatever, it's worth it. Specifically this month, it's going to be worth it, and I'm I'm going to get the anti-hero one too because I imagine there will be a Hattori Hanzo blade in there. So <laughs> I think that maybe that's what I'll get. But the DX crate included some pretty ridiculous stuff. It had the Jaeger uh, mod from Pacific Rim. It had a Futurama polo shirt, which is awesome. What, is it the polo shirt of like Planet Express? Is it like it, a Planet Express employee? No, no, no. Shirt? So it's the it's the I and I, look. I've never watched an episode of Futurama, but I do understand and respect its cult following. It's the it's like a baby blue sky with a bright yellow skyline. Does that mean anything to you guys? Probably New New York. Okay, so that that appears to be what it is. Uh, it's anyway. It's a real it's nice like, it's though. A, it's a it's a very nice shirt. It's not a cheap, real thin polo shirt. It's a wearable shirt. Right. My favorite part about this crate was a beach towel branded with the new Star Wars um, Starfleet Academy, San Francisco. 
Uh, which is cool for a couple of reasons. Obviously, it's it's from the movies. Obviously, we just got Star Trek Beyond out. And I returned from San Francisco this morning at 8.45. My flight landed at 8.45 a.m. So I've been there all week. Uh, it's just a very cool thing. And if if anyone, you know, bothers to go to Target and buy a just a single beach towel is 12, 15 bucks and a single polo shirt anywhere you'd buy one is at least another 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just pretty much there alone, you've got your value back in this crate. It's It was a great crate. So I, I am excited to see what antihero is going to be about. But um, so since we're talking about antiheroes, let's let's talk about some trailers and stuff that were released. And let's start with the first one. Let's talk a little bit about Suicide Squad. Obviously, there's Can been we? a lot. There's been a lot of controversy on this show about it, and uh, and and I'm asking for permission from you guys to see this movie. No, um, no, you I'm don't pretty have sure that Laura would divorce me if I said yes, CJ. <laughs> after taking a hard pass, you can go ahead and see this but, movie. But I my marriage would be over. The, I passed before the reshoots were announced. I gotta tell you, buddy, I, I kind of think on all this right. one you, you put. Your all money all right, let, no, I will. I will put my money where my mouth is, and I'll stay away from it. But, but the Brian, thing is, ahead. the, the Comic Con trailer for Suicide Squad was just like the soundtrack remix. It wasn't. I'm okay a with ton that. of new. Right? No, I, I mean, but that wasn't. That wasn't my takeaway from day one of Comic Con. It was no. I just since we were talking about antihero, I thought we were talking about. Suicide oh, Squad. fair enough. Antihero. You're, now you're I skipping ahead. I mean, if you're looking at days of Comic Con, no, no, no. I'm that just doing a segue from antihero to Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I don't get to see this movie. No. I'm sorry, Laura, for even bringing it up, and I think I need to write you a handwritten apology note. Apparently, for even thinking mm. that. I'll say this: if if Laura co-signs. You're seeing the movie. I'm okay with it. I but in in this in this point, I have to stand steadfastly by my wife, who is very passionate about your hard pass. Here's she what knows. I, she knows what a hard pass means to me. Right. Here's here's what I will say. I will actually do this. I will leave it up to the fans, and Laura will get a say in this too. Go to our Twitter at that kind of nerd. I will put a poll up. Is CJ allowed to see Suicide Squad? Vote. And uh, the the fans will will have the final say. Really, kind of sounds like you're taking a lot of liberties with your job as the moderator and co-founder. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that uh, my heart. My stipulation was it's a no unless Laura says go, and you I, just put it in the hands of the fans. I, I, Laura is a fan, so she can put on Twitter. Please don't let CJ see this movie. And Laura has a lot of a lot of pull. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. If the fans say no, then no, it is. So, so uh, Brian, I know we're jumping out of order for the days. I'm just curious. Did you get to sit in on any Suicide Squad uh, panels, any any kind of uh, okay. trailers or anything? So I did not get to sit in on Hall H, and I really wanted to. So h- hang on. Let me show you something here. And you can describe this for people at the home show. This is what you get when you register. I want, Sears, they give you a Sears catalog? This is, a, this is the book. <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on, wait. wait I want to take they, a quick When moment. you go there, do they give you the Toys R Us big book? Because that's pretty much <laughs> that's exactly this, what this looks like. This is a book of all of the events and things and stuffs happening. This is like, this has weight to it. Like, there is okay. no way I could have done everything. Listener, I really want you to imagine a Sears catalog or exactly what Josh said, the Toys R Us big book. 
the amount of shit that's going it's on. All, it's, all of you out there, and and we kind of get a sense that our listeners uh, have a broad age range. So for those of you who are super millennial and don't know what a catalog is, and for those <laughs> of you who you know you know. F- Help develop the first year's robot catalog. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to. My just, dad helped with that. But I, when I was a child, I remember the Sears catalog arriving in October in preparation for the holidays, and it was the most ridiculous phone book looking thing you've ever seen. And that's basically the size of the program for San Diego Comic Con. It's insane. It's Brian. That's. I mean, it's. For for those of you who still can't imagine it, it's the size of the Wolverine Saga times two. <laughs> it, and it, I for think those I've of basically you covered our listener. Still bit. don't have the reference. Yeah, there's no helping you. And I'm sorry. I, I, I literally I, I took like an hour on Thursday and just to read through and be like, oh, what am I going to try to get to? Hall H is so packed and and, and that holds like seven thousand people. Right? The, the hall, hall is H. a good seven to eight thousand people in that hall, and. There is a system where if you like wait in line the night before, you can get a wristband. But as long as you're in line for Hall H at seven thirty in the morning, you'll get in. But you still you're you're waiting for hours. To, I think to get they should that. approve a trial by combat type of entrance. <laughs> really? Yeah. I can. Well, I I want to get in so I can look at a weaker person in there and go. You know what? Challenge. That means I will never go to Hall. And I, I, well, the thing is that you, you got to find the medium, right? You got to be out of the sight of the giant dudes that walk in, and you got to be in the sight when, like, maybe a little guy walks in that you could probably just hit with a brick. <laughs> I'm saying this whoa, sounds like a on, viable whoa, whoa. option. A brick. Now you can buy weapons on the Comic Con floor, so you got to be careful that some little guy doesn't have like. Excalibur or something hand around. I still think I can throw a brick further than he can <laughs> strike me with Excalibur. But can we for a moment talk about Excalibur? Because I uh, I needed a new pair of pants after I saw this trailer. Oh, gosh. Yes. OK, so we're, uh, listen, listeners, we're going to jump all around because we're just damn excited. But yes, let us please talk a little bit for a moment about King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. This is a guy, Richie. Uh, who Which brought, you don't find out until what two thirds of the way through the trailer. Yeah, you Brian? don't find out there's a guy Richie. Yeah, but I mean, just watching that trailer, I could tell he has a very particular way of making movies. Well, I guess I couldn't tell because from the moment I saw Charlie Hunnam, yeah. everything else in the world shut off. And it, and and you, yeah, it's it's great. See, I, I love this trailer Anarchy, so much. So I didn't care. Everything else in the world shut off, and then you start to learn. You start. They say Arthur, and you're oh, oh my god, he's King Arthur. And then, and then you get through all this action, and then and then it shows you from Guy Ritchie, and you go up. Oh, but take my money, take yep. my money now. So, and when you think about when you think about Guy Ritchie, immediately you think about Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, Rock and Rolla, and obviously Sherlock Holmes. Those couple movies, but th- there's something about my a- pants were going red with this trailer. His ability to take a story that is either sort of, you know, kind of mundane, not really like a big, interesting topic, or these classics that we know, themes, and just explode them with brutality and humor and amazing dialogue. And he puts together these casts. You know, Charlie Hunnam, uh, the guy that plays Roose Bolton, I don't know his name, but, you know, damn, he's talented. And that it just looks like. I'm not shut up and take my money. Cinematographically, I'm not the eye, right? But sure. 
it looks beautifully shot. It does. Cinematographically? Shh. Wait, Even I think cinematography. I'm right. I think I'm right. Cinematography, you mean? I that's that wouldn't have applied. I'm not. I wasn't using it as an adjective. Cinematography is a noun. I thought it's a cinematographically noun a is a descriptor. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna research it or fight you on it. You 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 do your words. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, while Josh is looking up whether or not this verb is right, there's a, obviously a shit ton of trailers that are coming through. Can you walk us through what's noteworthy? What is the the biggest ones? I don't know if you want to do it by day. I don't know if you want to do it. No, because by... you know what? Honestly, I, I I don't need to do it by day because. So so hit us. What are the the big things that came out of Comic Con trailer wise that people right. need to know about? So let's start with. Damn, DC had a good year yes, this year. Yes, they did. They, they really won. did. They won. Uh, they won Comic Con. They 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 pretty much won Comic Con. Um, I, I said that to you day one. I said that Marvel would have had it done something Marvel, unbelievable. Marvel did do some amazing things, but the problem, the only problem is, so DC did some Spider Man things too. Yeah, well. I'm getting to that. DC slash Warner Brothers did the good guy Greg thing, and after the after the hall after the panel, they released all their trailers on the internet they for did. all of us to enjoy. Um, so they pretty much everyone was there, and I was there. I was like, oh yeah, we'll we'll see Wonder Woman trailer, and that'll probably be it. Um, they flew out the entire cast of Justice League, and everybody was pretty much just assuming, oh hey, here's your Justice League. Okay, bye. They showed a Justice League trailer. That was pretty spectacular. That no one expected. I am impressed. It was with up this there trailer. with the Avengers trailer. It yeah. was very impressive. And, and I didn't know they had that much footage shot for it. Me neither. No one did. That's the great, great thing about it. They're like, oh hey, by the way, here's this trailer. No one expected it. No one <laughs> knew it was happening. Because, because DC went, you know what? You know what happens every time we show you a little something, you shit on us. So here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, this we're is the moment I'm not shitting on thing. DC. And it, CJ won't be able to shit on. I can't shit on this. This is unshittable. It's I actually, fantastic. and that was the. Um, I know Brian was there seeing it. I was getting the updates uh, via Twitter, Twitter. and uh, I watched it immediately. Posted it in our group chat, and I said, "Are you are you gonna shit on this one too?" And Everybody, I mean, immediately, CJ, nope, this nope. is awesome. Brian, this is exactly what we want to see. It was exactly what you'd want to see. It was brilliant and reinforces uh, that Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck is thus far the best Bruce Wayne we've ever seen. Dude, so fucking good. Sorry, Papa Thornton. So good. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should have a, a, a swear jar or a counter, uh, and then at some point when I hit excessively – we should have your dad's voice be like, too much swearing, and then I'm done for the whole episode. You'll be done for like the next 10 episodes then. <laughs> I've hit, the, hit it for the You've month. already hit it. Um, so listen, Justice League, it is available on our website and our Facebook group, uh, thatkindofnerd.com and facebook.com slash thatkindofnerd. Watch this trailer. It is awesome. So, And they also showed the Wonder Woman trailer. Which got me really excited for that this movie. That was a very cool trailer. Brian so and I cool. geeked at for the exact same reason when we watched this trailer. Like the lasso her, looks so good. Her using that lasso. <laughs> and, and not just from a you know sexual bondage thing, because it's not that. It's, oh easy. Wow, bro. Oh, you went to a dark I was saying it glowed yellow and that's no, cool. listen, listen, that that's always been the, the thing with Wonder Woman, is that, that that's what the lasso was for. No, that's not why we got excited. Um She's so badass. She's using it in combat and not just a, let me just have you tell the truth. She's like freaking taking people out with it in those trailers. And it looked 
so cool. Well, cool, yes. Uh, Gal Gadot is gorgeous. <laughs> and then on top of everything else, you have the from that that last um, that last Batman versus Superman trailer when they introduced Wonder Woman and you heard her sort of theme song. <laughs> Oh and my you god! Hear it, Can you uh, never do that again? Yeah, no, that is you the nailed most it. Annoying you do it. I know, but that's what I'm going to need that actually ever. sent to me. I need that. I need that. That <laughs> sound file. It's going to be a, a text tone. Um, <laughs> I need so to have sad. that in my life immediately. So, but oh, then you, you you're watching, and I guys, I still haven't. I probably never will watch the theatrical version. I've watched the ultimate edition, and it's amazing. Don't. I got. I got to tell you, as long as we're on this subject, I watched the extended version of Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition. It was a million times better than that theatrical version. Yeah, so, Brian has convinced me that I need to watch. You this. saying you'll never watch the theatrical version, Josh? I never want you to watch the theatrical yeah, version because it's garbage, com- especially compared to what that extended it, version is. I thought it was brilliant, but the the way they introduced Wonder Woman uh, was flawless, in my opinion. And then you get her theme and then again when you're watching this trailer and her theme kicks in you're just like i'm not sure i'm more excited about i don't know i am excited about gal gadot i'm excited about the lasso but i really can't stop bobbing my head around to this theme like it's just good they just they've done well they've done well shooting the 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 picture casting it obviously and and clearly in the changes they made uh with reshoots but then they've stayed consistent they're doing dc's doing a wonderful job with score and with music. And back to Suicide Squad, all of the Suicide Squad songs, guys, are on top hits point. on Apple on Apple Music. Probably because I on, downloaded all of them. They're on the radio. <laughs> no, dude, this soundtrack, no, but it's, I mean, they're it's doing solid. a wonderful job they hyping are. it up using yep. the soundtrack. And 21 Pilots is yes. every... My children know every word to Heathens. Wow. Wow. Nice. It's... This this is a big deal. They've done a great job. Everyone who previously had shit on DC needs to start either either adjusting their lens or just apologizing wholesale. So uh, and and I uh, in first person aligned to say uh, Ron about Suicide Squad. Excited for Justice League and uh, Wonder Woman. It looks it looks phenomenal. So I'm I gotta board. say um, because I was I wasn't like shitting all over it, but I did have some worries about Suicide Squad and. We all did. This 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 trip to Comic-Con convinced me that I, I need to see this movie. Here's why I loved that footage that they showed at Comic-Con so much. And it's just one brief scene. And the first of all, if the, this movie is half as good as the trailers and the music they put together, it's going to be amazing. Yep. But there's a scene where they're flying into these, this war zone and this entire city's on fire and there's just this giant like light beam in the sky with all this trash and crap swirling around it right Harley Quinn is sticking her head against the window she goes look at all the pretty lights right and I'm like right. yes yes that's what I wanted yeah. and so I'm super excited Man. so I remember the first time we talked about it and everybody was so concernicus and I kept saying you just have to let it play out. Yeah, yeah, Please. Josh, you were right. We're you we're, have to you have to give my additional decade at least a little credence. Like I've been through this before, and I've been wrong a million times, and I've learned to just let them let the smart people who make all the money do it the right way. They're starting to do it, and I think CJ, to your point in the very beginning and throughout, as as much as you don't like reshoots, as these folks get feedback via social media, 
No, no, you've, you've been clear about I like reshoots. reshoots. I think they're good. We, you the think qu- they need to do them. You don't like what people do with them, historically. That's true. You've been, okay. you've been very no, 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 critical. Fair, fair, right. fair, fair, fair. What fair. I'm saying is that they're taking feedback yes. and they're making adjustments, and, and this is a wonderful time. You think about movie making even 10 years ago. There was no changing midstream. Oh, yeah, they, no. They changed Suicide Squad midstream. Yes. And now- this thing's set to be a blockbuster. Yeah, and, it's going to be mean, gigantic. And, and that's I, what makes me so so much more at ease with the next couple of years of, of DC properties. That you can just tell, just, just by that Justice League trailer, you can tell they yeah. took all the feedback that they got from Batman v Superman and said, we need to fix some of this. I, I would like to hear Brian give some feedback as to what he thought about The Flash since he was so anti okay. The Flash and Justice League. Okay, all right, so... Here's Time for you to eat some crow. And this is actually this actually segues into something that I, else that I wanted to say because this did not get announced at Comic Con, but it just broke maybe a day or two ago. I don't know if you guys saw this. It is confirmed that Ezra Miller's Flash does show up in Suicide Squad. Nice. Yeah. I, oh, I did not. I did not know that. So that's they, great. Just confirmed that he shows up. I don't know how much of it he's in it, but he's maybe in shows it. Up the, it's maybe just shows flash. up the same way that he does in. Just uh, a it's just ADS. a flash. Yeah. Um, just a flash. So, wow. CJ, hold on. Are we just gonna let that dad joke go yes, and not say anything about it? Yes, we're gonna let that dad joke it? go because he's a dad. He's allowed. I, I would, and I drink and I know things. Exactly. So, CJ, to answer your question, what did I think of Ezra Miller's Flash? I feel a mm-hmm. lot better about Ezra Miller playing Flash. Here's the cool thing that I feel like that they're doing in the movie. That I'm they, gonna stop you. I'm in. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm in. No, taking it directly from the movie from the trailer. Right. Oh right. Right. You right, know right, what? right. I'm in. Yep. Don't don't friends. bother explaining. You don't need to explain. I was sold yep. right then. So I was, I was still sold with the milk. <laughs> the 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 cool thing that I think they're doing that they don't necessarily explore on the TV show is ha- not how Barry kind of views his world. When when Batman throws that batarang, everything like immediately kind of stops, and he's just like kind of looking around. And it's kind of like the Quicksilver scenes yeah. in X Men, where you're just like you're seeing everything kind of play out through his eyes, and you know what. He's like watching this thing. He's like, do I catch it? Do I dodge it? Do I let it hit me? What do I do? Um, which I thought was really cool. The other thing is his, I don't, and maybe it's just me pulling from, you know, you know what I want to see out of a comic book or whatever. Is it just me or does his delivery seem very sped up? Like yeah. when he's talking, no, he's talking not like extremely fast, but kind of fast enough that like you can tell is at an accelerated space, you know? I, I take it, I take it from like, it's not, well, I went a different direction with that. What I did was the way it struck me was that he's, he's anxious and he's excited. And, and, and yes, that's a, that's also a piece of his, his talent, right? His, his gift. But I think that just what, what I got from Ezra Miller as, the flash was that he is truly excited to be here. He just wants to be a part. He's very excited. It's not about that. He's deliberately going fast, but he just can't possibly slow himself down yeah. because he just wants to and be there. Batman is standing in front of him. So I would talk fast too. So listen, I'm the, very glad to hear that Bruce you Wayne are on board for, well, he knows it's Batman. He just not threw a battering at, at, at him. That's another he great scene. Knew. That's another great scene. When, when the lights come on and he's sitting in his chair and he's like, right. Hey, Barry Allen, I'm Bruce Wayne. He's like, you say that like that's an explanation for why there's a strange man sitting in my room in my yeah. second favorite chair. <laughs> and you said the milk thing. What milk thing? From Batman v Superman. 
Batman v Superman. He- oh, yeah, okay. It wasn't in the trailer. That's why I'm asking. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No. I was on board from BVS. So I want to take it. Listen, we, there's a lot to say. I agree. DC, best to show. Yeah, won, I, I don't want to get Let's- bogged down into like details Please. on the trailers right now. But some other things. So some other things that you're not going to be able to find online that they did release. They did release a Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer. They did release... Um, Marvel released some not a like some set footage of Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. But they also did release a lot of stuff for their Netflix shows. You got a new trailer, a full trailer for Luke Cage, which airs on September 30th. We got a new trailer. Uh, not a teaser because after the Defenders thing, I didn't bother watching anything. Else not a teaser. The Defenders <laughs> thing teaser. is just a, a, a Defenders is just a well, title card. Yeah, but why did they lead with that? Like, why did they de- why did they throw that one out first? Because after that, I didn't want to watch anything else Netflix. I'm not sure why they led with that. They also um, a very brief teaser for Iron Fist, and then a full on Luke Cage trailer, which looks really solid. Um, and then you also got a, a brand new Doctor Strange trailer. Which was uh, really cool. Um, speaking of which, Josh, you might enjoy this story. So I have a friend who lives out in San Diego. Not the the friend from high school. A f- you know, a friend that I met last time I was there. He didn't get tickets to the con, but he was waiting for us. He's eating lunch uh, downtown, and apparently just runs into Mads Mikkelsen, and you know got to huh. meet him and, and talk to him because he was there for the Doctor Strange panel. And That's he's like, awesome. hey, guys, I met Mads Mikkelsen. I'm like, I've been standing in line for like three hours just to kind of get close to where he might be. What the hell? So. Who, who is who is Matt? Hannibal. Oh, okay, cool. He oh, also right. was Le Chief in Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yes, he's also yes. the villain in Doctor Strange. Gotcha. I, I don't know names. We know. You you don't drink and know things. We get. It. I do not drink and know things. Um, and I don't know if you want to count this as Warner Brothers or what, but the Lego Batman movie got a, a new trailer. That, that looks fantastic. That, looks, looks that movie, man, I'm so excited that the Lego universe thing is is happening because that's that's good. It, and I know Josh has his. I know there's gripes against the uh, the Lego movie. But just the Lego, Lego movie, but right, not right, the no. characters. Like I think the I think the more they do of their characters, great. And I mean, you gotta. You got to love that scene where he, he runs into the Batcave, he backs up into Batman, and he's like, whoa, and Batman's like, you're darn right, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. Um, I highly encourage everybody to watch these trailers because they were fantastic. Um, also, uh, what I did get to see from the television universe, going back to the smaller screen here for a little bit, was uh, CW released their Flash Season 3 and Arrow Season 5 trailers. Uh, which Flash season three looks amazing. Um, I'm sorry, what does it look? Amazing. I just wanted to hear um, it As far as TV goes, you got to see the trailer for Fox's new mutant-based show called Legion. Which Yeah, this is a really interesting... I'm not so sure how I feel about it yet. This is something I definitely need to let play out. I'm I don't either, exactly sure. and I would like to get the change.org petition going to release the word mutant to places other than Fox. They'll never God do that. It. They will never do that. Anyway. Um, also in the realm of TV, you got the uh, Man in the High Castle season two trailer dropped, uh, as well as Stars' new show, American Gods, which stars Al Schweringer, Joshua. It is. Ian, Ian McShane, McShane looks great. The show looks fantastic. I can't wait to watch it. Um, and, and a lot of, oh, oh, Game of Thrones season seven, not a legitimate trailer. It was pretty much just, hey, we're producing it. 
It's in production. <laughs> the hey, we are reel. going to give you more. The Game blooper reel dropped this week, and I thought that was fantastic. Oh yeah, season six blooper reel. Um, you also got obviously your Walking Dead season seven trailer, Fear the Walking Dead, which I don't want to spend too oh. much time on because Josh and I don't care about that. Um, as well as show. the new season of Sherlock uh, yes. released their new trailer. So yeah, this is something that I I did want to bring up because not only is it just a fantastic trailer for uh, a fantastic show that's coming out for their fourth season, but also ties into something I I need the that kind of nerd community to help us with. Uh, On Wednesday, August 3rd, we are going to be releasing the first episode of our new podcast called Hey, Did You See?, where we are going to be watching uh, Sherlock, uh, which is currently available on Netflix seasons one through three, uh, all the way through, episode by episode, and giving our thoughts and feedback. Very similar to what we did for Game of Thrones. Uh, However, some of you asked for a separate feed for that, and that's exactly what we're going to do. And then after Sherlock's done, we're going to do other shows as well. So I'm hoping you can watch this trailer, get really excited to maybe watch the the show if you haven't seen it, and watch with us. So go to HeyDidYouSeePodcast.com if you want more information on the show. Uh, Craig Newcomb, who did Game of Thrones Conversations with us, is also going to be on the show. But you can also find the link on the website, ThatKindOfNerd.com. So please check out HeyDidYouSee uh, so that way we can talk about Sherlock. And I would just like to say this trailer looks phenomenal. I didn't watch the trailer because I haven't seen Sherlock until maybe recently. Yeah, I would advise you maybe to to hold off until you have watched. By the way, did you did you like Josh and I? Did did you enjoy that segue? I did. Josh, how many years have we been waiting for season for season four? Because it feels like nine. Uh, It's it actually is not nine. Uh, (laughs) It will be out in 2017, and season three just ended in 2015. So we got a long way to go. It's been a while. But anyway, uh, that was great, too. So, uh, Brian, is there any other trailer that we really need to make sure that we I mean, can uh, direct our fans the to, only to check other, out? There's two trailers. I mean, and, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them got a new trailer, uh, which looks, again, we, we, we talked about the first trailer. I, I'm kind of I'm excited to see this. We're all on and, board for this movie, and it's just getting better and better. And I know Josh would kill me if I didn't mention it. The other trailer that I was really impressed by, I don't know if you guys watched this. True story. Yes, we, we always have to cover the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, I, Absolutely. I, I got you. I don't know if you guys watched this trailer that I was actually kind of impressed by and really excited for. Um, Kong, Skull Island. Did you guys watch that trailer? Yeah. And I did not. Same guy that directed Godzilla, right? Same guy that directed Godzilla, starring... Uh, uh, Tiddle Swift, or I mean, I'm sorry, Tom Hiddleston. Um, oh, God, you did not just call him Tiddle Swift. Well, he's dating Taylor Swift now. He's not dating Taylor Swift. He, it was a publicity stunt. I don't ask that. I how I know that. But how do you they know are that? Not dating. Don't. I, whatever you say, Tiddle Swift. Seriously, it's not. Uh, it also stars Brie Larson, who at Comic Con got announced as our Captain Marvel at the Marvel panel, which I'm very excited for. Yep. But this trailer Ooh. looks solid. And um, I really enjoyed that first Godzilla movie. I'm a fan of the King Kong uh, mythos in general. So I'm super excited for this. Um, other than that, I mean, we're going to have all the trailers up on the website. So there's some stuff that I'm not mentioning here because I don't want to drown on for too long. Um, you know, some solid things. This was a good year for Comic-Con and good year for trailers. That's really all the trailers fit to print. I mean, as far as trailers go. Oh, something really cool that they did at Comic-Con, and I completely missed this. Uh, on, was it Thursday night? The world premiere of Star Trek Beyond happened at Comic-Con. Yeah, I want to talk about that because I saw the movie. I saw the movie too. 
Um, I did, unfortunately did not get to go to the Comic-Con premiere, which I was a little upset by, because they did it with a live orchestra and a laser show and fireworks. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. You, they, they premiered it on the outdoors. There's an outdoor IMAX screen they premiered it on. You had to get tickets, and like you had to be there so freaking early to get these tickets. They had the entire cast there, Idris Elba, you know, being all Idris Elba-y. And <laughs> it was... Uh, it, from what I, you know, could tell from people who saw it, from what I read and from what I heard on, on the floor, it was amazing. And, you know, all the m- music in that movie done by a live orchestra. They had a whole laser fireworks show kind of set to the movie and everything sounded amazing. I was really upset I couldn't do it. So I, I'd like to take a moment to talk about that movie and we don't have to spoil it, but we can just give general impressions for it. Uh, Josh, did you get to see it yet? If you haven't. OK, so. Here's what I'll say, and this is my my quick spoiler-free synopsis. This was a good movie, but a, okay, Star Trek movie. I think Brian is in the same thought as me because we kind of talked about this. I, I, I didn't I didn't feel like it was a Star Trek movie. I felt like right. I could have taken any random people and it could have been just a random sci-fi movie. What? It was still a, it was yeah. a good movie. It was a good movie and I enjoyed it and I highly recommend people go see it. They already announced the fourth one, so... There's no harm that it's not, there's not going to be a fourth one coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was a little underwhelmed because I, I feel like I, I have a pretty high bar just from the J.J. The Abrams films. So that, that was my initial impression. You can see that, you know, J.J. Abrams was the producer of this and that, you know, because he was busy doing something else, I think, when this movie. Yeah, was what was he filming. doing? I don't even know. Uh, some little indie movie, I think it was. Oh, wait. Um, hold on. It was. Um, Starfight, right? Oh, Starfight? No, yeah, it was, you know, oh, maybe it was one of the highest grossing movies of all time. <laughs> so he was busy with Star Wars, obviously. Uh, it still had some feel of, you know, what JJ created, but it, it just like you said, Brian, you could have just put a random group of space dwellers and it would, it would fit uh, for it. So it was pretty cool. I did like how they, uh, as a movie, handled the death of Leonard Nimoy. Uh, and I did like how, after the movie was over, how they handled, um, uh, Anton Yelchin's memorial too, which I, I thought was nice, uh, nice touches for it. But overall, it was a good movie. Again, go see it. It was nice. Just you know, it's not the best Star Trek movie. It's not the worst one either, but you know, not the best one. Yeah, uh, you know, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Planet is still probably one of the worst ones ever. Oh, and Insurrection. That movie's terrible. And what I'm going to say is, if you're not into sci-fi, wait, 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 wait. But Insurrection. That was the Next Generation crew. Yeah, that's the third one in the Next Generation crew where they go to that planet with, like, all these healers and Forge, like, all of a sudden gets his vision back. It was a terrible movie. I just fell asleep with that description. Hey, Josh, by the way, did you look up your word? Were you? Uh... I, I did, and it is, as a matter of fact, it's an adverb that's on dictionary.com. It's apparently it's a thing. Okay, cool. Oh, I complete. So Star Trek Insurrection, that wasn't the one starring – or at least co-starring Tom Hardy. No, that's Nemesis. That came after that one. Did I have I ever told you the story about Star Trek Nemesis? The day I went when to we see say Star Tom, Trek Nemesis. Tom Hardy. Are we talking Bane? Tom Hardy. Uh, I'm not aware that Tom Hardy has ever played a substantive villain. Oh uh, yes, Joshua. No, no, I no. That's not. Damn it. I have been known to play very villainous characters. 
Wait, no, hold on. Are CJ you supposed to be big? was at Comic-Con. There were many bats <laughs> that needed to be broken. Wait, now I'm confused. Are you Tom Hardy right now being Bane or are you Bane? CJ, I'm very confused. There is no confusion here. We all know who I am. For I was born <laughs> I in thought darkness. you were... I was molded by humanly adopted Comic-Con. No, I... <laughs> I was born into it. Molded by it. I didn't know what... You know what? You were molded by Comic Con until I was a man. <laughs> you were molded by Comic Con because when they released the Dark Knight trailer and no one could understand Bane, they fixed his voice. Yes, CJ. Once again, reshoots make movies better. <laughs> that's not a reshoot. <laughs> that's an ADR fix. Anyway, you uh, and I your w- technical jargon will not win this argument. <laughs> All right, thank you, Bane. Do you feel in control, CJ? <laughs> no, I'm never in control <laughs> when you're not, on the show. Clearly, never in control. I, I would like to give our fans an alternative. If you are not into the Star Trek or sci-fi uh, movies, which also, hi, can we meet? Because we should talk face to face. I'll fly out to you. Um, I would also like to recommend. I saw the movie The Infiltrator, which we talked about with Brian Cranston. Um, we kind of linked it a little bit to, to Narcos. Narcos, Narcos. Uh, John Leguizamo's in a movie. It is so good. It reminds me a little bit of Black Mass with Johnny Depp. Um, just everything about the movie is just oh. gut-wrenching. Just, it's suspenseful. It's phenomenal. Go see the movie The Infiltrator. Okay, can we Definitely rewind? Because I never got to time. share my story about how I saw Star Trek Nemesis. <gasps> oh, please go. I, no, you're right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yes, tell me more about the Nemesis. No, this, this, Sorry this to is, have derailed this that. Is and by, you, by that, you mean Star Trek Beyond and not Nemesis, right? No, 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 no. The Star Trek Nemesis, because we were just oh, talking okay. about Bane being the villain. Um. This is actually a kind of funny story, but it'll probably make Laura go, aw, type of thing. Um, I was in school, and I was in high school when this movie came out. So it must have been like, what, 2003, 2002? Um, I get a call. I forget what class I was in. Huh? Oh, two. Oh, two? Okay. So I get a call. I don't remember what class I was in. That was my sophomore year of high school. And teacher comes up to me. He's like, Brian, you you need to go down to the office. Your your father's here. And I was like, okay. So I go down to the office and they're like, you, you need to leave. Your father's here to pick you up. I'm like, okay. I don't know what's going on. So now like, I'm going to my locker. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like really kind of nervous, right? I get out to the car and my dad's sitting in the car. He's like, son, I'm, I'm not doing really well. And I'm like, what is going on? Are you okay? He's like, I just, he's like, I just don't think I can, I can do very well until I go see Star Trek. And I was like, Okay, he's like, you want to come? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So <laughs> my dad pulled me out of school early to go see Star Trek. <laughs> oh, Papa, that's Thornton. a great story. <laughs> that's awesome. And and now I have a precedent. So <laughs> there you go. You got something to I live up to. Not just live up to. I have a reason to say, well, hey, Brian's dad did it. That, that means I did <laughs> right, exactly. Ergo, vis a vis. So when Laura's like, you can't take Christian out of school, you're like, well, Papa uh, Thornton like, did it. <laughs> I kind of have evidence that says I can. It's right here. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad I could help you out with that. I'm glad this podcast is bringing your family closer together at the movies, Josh, <laughs> or ripping your marriage apart. Don't know which one it is yet. We'll see. You I'm about just that saying, one. I'm 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 fond of going Wednesdays around lunchtime. So there's <laughs> nothing that says I can't take. A certain young man with <laughs> Papa Thornton said it was okay, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I I figured I'd share that. So I I do want to say thank you to this is a very Brian centric podcast this this episode. 
So I, I want to say thank you to Brian for letting us vicariously live through you through your Comic Con 2016. Did adventures. you say vicariously or vicariously? Because I wasn't. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Are you uh, sure? Listen, it works yeah, either no, way. I, I don't I know if you're make sure we distinguish. I said vicariously. That I wasn't vicariously living through. Josh, li- li- listen for CJ. There is a whole lot of hope for him to go to. <laughs> So I want to thank Brian for letting us live vicariously through him through his Comic-Con 2016 experience. Uh, you can, of course, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash nerd. If you haven't liked us there, go ahead and like us. And you can also see Brian's collection of photographs, and you'll see some up-close stuff and things that maybe haven't fully uh, the hit most the internet. social media I have done in forever. In That's forever. a true story. That is, that by is- the way, f- fact. Yeah. Uh, so Factually correct. <laughs> I use Snapchat too. I took all of those photos and I posted them on my Snapchat. So I had I had a twofer. So I want to say thank uh, you to me for being awesome and going to Comic Con and having an amazing experience. You'll never have. You're welcome. Here, no, no, that is not true. With the start of this podcast, I'm really hoping that we can go ahead and go to Comic Con one day and do you know some live streaming and, and have a blast and, and bring it to you who can't go to the show. Who yeah, don't we want to press pass it up, people. Let's go uh, to do it. So please uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash that kind of nerd to see Brian's photographs. You can also like us on Twitter at that kind of nerd. But we want to hear from you. A lot of people have seen these trailers and seen the the costumes and seen some things hitting the floor. What was so cool? that you want to share or what we missed uh, from Comic-Con, you can leave us a voicemail by calling 484-373-4119. It is a 90-second limit, then it cuts you off, so keep that in mind while you're doing it. You can also email us at podcast at thatkindofnerd.com. So I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and I want to remind you there are two things that you can do to support the show. Number one, go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot and get your own Comic-Con delivered to your front door. Remember, you have until the 19th of every month to do that and it support the show. And please listen to our new show, which will be dropping on Wednesdays. Hey, did you see as we examine Sherlock again, which is available on Netflix. If you want more information on that, just go to hey, did you see Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week or on Wednesday for Hey Did You See. This is going to be the uh, Brian Talks the Most show. So uh, this is going to be, what, 15 minutes, right? <laughs> uh, it's funny because Brian doesn't talk much. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> what? Well, just, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. Um, th- go what ahead. Did I just you say? had a segue. Both of you said um at the exact <laughs> yeah, same yeah, time. We did. I, uh, um, I'm a little surprised by that.